Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. A three-point range. Now pulls it way out between the circles. Now motions for his teammates to clear out the side. And now he wants to drive, gets it out to Paul. Three-pointer on the way. Shazam! To Paul. Paul stops. Three-pointer on the way. Shazam! And he's fouled. He is fouled by Lopez. How about that? Get it over to Chris Paul. Paul on the drive. Goes inside. Go to the rim. Score it. Count it. And he's fouled from behind by Giannis. Oh, brother. I just missed it's my first couple shots. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's the way that we play. Book got it going. I think Book had 12 in the first quarter. And that's just the way our team is. Um, it's not just one guy that we depend on. You know, Kale could get going. Jay might be hot. Uh, DA might have it going. And we just feed off of each other. And it's sort of just all game long. This guy, that guy. And we just try to find a way to win. 118 to 105. The Suns take a one game to none lead in their series uh, with win over the Bucks. Giannis did play, played 35 minutes, in fact. Amazing. In, in his return. Uh, looked good, but not enough. Phoenix gets an uh, 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 extraordinary performance from Chris Paul in his finals debut. Uh, debut. Um, Devin Booker had a nice game, particularly a nice start, as Chris Paul said right there. Kind of funny that he threw, you know, Jay may get hot. Jay was not hot. <laughs> Over Jay, Jay struggled. Jay str- struggled mightily. Chris Paul. I wonder how Jazz fans feel when they see Jay Crowder shoot like that. Brings back memories, I'm sure. Nobody shoots a, and I had this opinion when Jay was here. Nobody shoots a harder ball than Jay Crowder. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah. Like, you see Steph Curry miss a three, and it's just soft off the rim. You know, it just kind of rolls off for a little bit. You know, Jay misses a three, and it's ba-bam! As it rockets into the, like, fifth row, you know? But then there are those nights that Jay, I mean, he, he, he was kind of the definition of a streak shooter, right? There were some nights where he won it for you, and there were some nights where he didn't. So, Jay, what you're saying is he, he, uh, he throws a heavy ball. Nobody, uh, he throws a heavy ball, but nobody a, a has ball. nobody has less shame that I've <laughs> I've covered personally than Jay Crowder, which is fine. I mean, he was he was empowered to do it with this club. He's obviously empowered to do it with Phoenix. You know, go hoist away. But some of some of his shot selection was a little rough back in the day. I'd say uh, getting back to Chris Paul, man, he. It's remarkable what he's doing at this later stage of his career. I mean, he's all—he's a great player. We get that, but man, he is playing. Is he playing as well as he ever has? Is that fair to say? No, probably not. That's awfully good. But what what he brings is exactly what this Phoenix team needed. And I'll be the first to admit that when they made the trade for Chris Paul, I doubted it. I thought it was going to be the recipe for locker room mutiny. Well, you also doubted it when he went to OKC. Not as much because OKC was they were so young with these moldable personalities and that and and honestly I'll, I was wrong about Devin Booker from this sense I didn't get the impression that he was this moldable personality, mm-hmm. whereas Oklahoma City seemed to be a bunch of young bucks who needed somebody to to you know show them how it's done right show them how to get ready for the game and how to perform and be professionals and all these things that veterans bring to young groups, mm-hmm. which we've seen over the years uh, was really welcomed in Oklahoma City and here's where I was wrong Gordon is maybe I should have thought it it was more likely to happen in Phoenix because of what happened in Oklahoma City I just didn't see he and Chris Paul 
or, or he and Devin Booker meshing like that. I thought it would have been more like when Chris Paul tried to mesh with James Harden. Hmm. All right. Where it was Fair all enough. daffodils and sweet pickles for a minute, and then Chris Paul realized he didn't have the ball in his hands. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wondered... And, I, and, and again, I was wrong about that. Chris Paul appears to be exactly what that team needed. And Devin Booker, he, he is better because of Chris Paul's presence, because he's not, I think, he's not the number one, and I think that's been better for him. Explain yourself. He's not in the limelight. The pressure's off. He doesn't have to carry he's the team. He's kind of in the limelight. No, he, he is, but it's not. Devin scored 80 and the Suns lose which we saw over and over again, you know? It's, you know, there's somebody else there that is the lightning rod and the person responsible and, you, you know, all these sorts of things, which I think has taken the pressure off him a little bit where now he can just be a little bit more free to go out and play his game. It's always better when you have a partner. Right. And, and as opposed to resisting that, which I thought is what would happen, he obviously embraced it, and, yeah. and he should deserve some credit for it. Yeah, I, I've, it's worked out swimmingly. And I'll say this, uh, Jake. I mean, it's not like either team shot the lights out last time. What was it, 45 46%, something like that. But some of the playmaking, and I don't mean playmaking in the sense of one guy going ISO. I mean just some of the, some of the orchestration – of getting the ball to the right place at the right time was impressive to me. And that goes for both teams, actually, but especially the Suns. Well, one thing is interesting is it's going to be a mid-range fest. Yeah. The analytics nerds have to be, their their brain has to be exploding. In <laughs> fact, we should ask David about this uh, coming up because David has, has talked a lot about it's all about out the rim and the three and that if you shoot mid-range shots, you're just wasting your time doesn't appear to be the story in this series. I wonder what people with a with kind of more of the mathematical lean think about that. Well, it, it, it helps when you get fouled a lot. Now, what was Booker? 10 of 10 from the line last night. You know, and the, the Suns as a whole, 25 of 26. That's going to help you win ball games. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Another thing you don't do when you're shooting threes. Go, to, go to the line a lot. Mm-hmm. So well, I, don't, I don't know. It feels like this. This feels like a bit of a throwback series to me. And and I don't mind it. I the whole time I was watching the game, Jake, I was thinking, "Am I entertained?" <laughs> I was waiting for Russell Crowe. Well, it wasn't uh, the most Maximus to walk out in the arena and say, "Are you not entertained?" I was entertained by what I was seeing. Now, Were toward you? toward the end, when it got when when the score. Are you not entertained? Yeah, the score got out of hand, and by that time, okay, this is. But I, I think it's, I think it's a decent level of basketball, and that's what we want to see. Right? Well, decent level of basketball and entertaining are not necessarily the same thing. Well, I guess it depends on who you're talking to. Are you one of those guys that thought the old Spurs were uninteresting? Sometimes they were a little boring. Oh, I thought I, I never thought I rarely thought that. The Jazz were boring back in the day. Doesn't mean it wasn't effective. You know, when Stockton was dumping the ball down to Carl. And he shoots a fadeaway jumper, yeah. I mean, past the Carl hammer dunk days, I'm thinking more Carl mid-30s days, right? Even when, when they were going to the finals days. Carl was, he was awesome at, hey, you dumped it into him, he's going to get you a bucket. 
I mean, he was Dirk Nowitzki before Dirk Nowitzki was, right, with that fadeaway mid-range shot from the post? Yeah, I unless, mean, that was, unless it was the finals. and you know, well, the, Fair enough, but uh, you understand my point. I mean, that was Carl's bread and butter. That was, that was boring, way boring. Jazz fans didn't care because their team was winning. But <laughs> it wasn't the most entertaining brand of basketball in the world. Like you look at uh, Princeton in college. They win their league every darn year. <laughs> Would you rather uh, hammer your toe with a hammer or watch Princeton <laughs> play basketball? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. But I liked watching the Spurs play. I, I like the way they shared the ball. I like the talent involved. I mean, Ginobili with a great shooting touch and Tony Parker able to do the things that he could do. And of course, uh, the big fundamental was was uh, I, I was entertained by that. I, but, but, I, because, but, because seeing a dunk doesn't really spin my beanie. You know, I like to see guys make the smart play. At the right time. That, that, I, I like that kind of ball. Well, that, you're weird if that's actually true. But, I mean, you mentioned Tim Duncan's uh, uh, nickname. They don't nickname. If, if you're a <laughs> thrilling player, they don't nickname you the big fundamental. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, was, but what? he was such a great player. He was a great player, true. And I liked watching great players play. Yeah. But it's more well, of that's a, what you say anyway. a way to explain away how boring he is. What are you talking why would you? Uh, I would not say to you, uh, Jake. You're, you know, first of all, don't shame my feelings. That's the way I okay. feel. All right, all right. And the way I feel is different from the way you feel. I liked it, and you cast doubt on whether I, I'm telling the truth. I liked it. I think it feels to me like the vast majority of people who say they like reading William Faulkner, they don't. <laughs> They're just telling you that they do to sound smart. But it's <laughs> like Dominique Wilkins never won a thing in his career. Yet the guy's nickname was the human highlight film <laughs> because he was fun to watch because he's throwing down windmills and playing with this exciting brand of basketball. Man. It doesn't mean that he was better than Tim Duncan. It just means that he was fun to watch. But you and I, you and I are, we are different in that regard. I don't care whether it's flashy or not. If I see a play that is remarkable, then yeah, I'm going to note that. It's going to catch my attention. But I don't need that. I don't need some whirly bird dunk. That's it. I would just soon see a well-crafted play. Am I the only one? Austin, are you agreeing with Jay? Uh, I'll tell you this much. I'm not watching the NBA Finals from start to finish. I have almost no interest in it. I'm watching the nine, nine-and-a-half-minute YouTube recap of each game, and that's going to do it for me for purposes of my job. I find both these teams extremely boring. Wow. I remember when we're talking about the the Spurs. Didn't watch any of those finals with religious effort either. <laughs> I I remember Donovan's rookie year when he threw. He had a breakaway dunk and he threw down one of the most beautiful windmills you've ever seen in your life. And you're like, when was this guy is a showman? When was the last Jazz player that threw down a windmill dunk in a game? I mean that stuff. That stuff is electric. Some of the things that Donovan Mitchell is capable of doing, some of those plays, some of those dunks, that is exciting, entertaining basketball to watch. Daryl Griffith it, could do that. Back we're right, but that was thirty years ago, thirty-five more. Right. I mean, we're uh-huh. we're used to, um, we're used to the Darren Williams mold of All Star. You know, we're gonna play it on the ground. Carl, we're gonna, we're Carl gonna do could the, throw it down the ground good. game it, it, uh, for a point. 
And then he just gave up on that aspect all the all the way around because he he wisely learned. He's like, wait a minute, I could throw myself up against Shaq every time down the floor, or I could figure out how to shoot this jump shot and play Sha- in the Shaq league a lot was the longer. One guy when I would watch them play, Shaq made Carl look diminutive. Shaq made everybody look diminutive. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, but uh, Jake, I'm telling you, I'm telling you honestly, I like watching good basketball. It doesn't. I mean, when when Donovan or somebody else dunks like that, it's not like I sit there and go, "Oh boy," you know, that's that's ridiculous. I think, "Wow," but it's not absolutely necessary for me to enjoy it. Okay, uh, and I'm you surprised. Said absolutely necessary. I'm a little surprised that you feel that way because you watch so much basketball. You know, I mean, I can enjoy watching that. It doesn't mean that I have to call it entertaining. Well, Austin it's, just said it was boring, and he wasn't going to watch it. Here's the thing: like that's me, though, not Jake. Every yeah, time, but, I mean, don't but, shame my feelings. I'm Gordon not shaming. I'm not shaming your feelings. You feel the way you feel. I'm just noting it. Okay, so let, let's do a little test here. All right, when was the last time that? You saw Tony Parker get into the lane, draw a double team, kick to Tim Duncan to bank one off the glass for two when somebody went, oh! Yet, you watch exciting players throw down a dunk. It's everybody watching it. I did everybody that. Goes, I, I, oh! wait, I did that four or five times during the game last night. <laughs> so full of it. I did! What are you so full of it? Did you see that bounce pass? Oh! There were some the great break. There were some great setups. And I enjoyed it for each team. I, I, I'm, 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 I don't know what to say, Jake. I feel bad for you because you need, apparently, if I'm understanding you correctly, you need what the casual fan needs. And I don't need that. I'm saying that they, that is entertaining. What a that shot of me right there, slam dunks are entertaining. <laughs> and by the way, I appreciate you calling me not sophisticated this entire segment. I didn't say segment. that. I, I didn't but, never, but I did, I ever use that term. controversial to say that people will enjoy when Donovan Mitchell rises up and throws down in somebody's face. More, That's more entertaining than watching a slick bounce pass for a bake <laughs> off the window. Oh, because Jake, it's... You're missing that's it. Not, that's not a controversial take. But it, it, it's, you're missing out on enjoying some of the great I'm moments. not missing anything. I can say, wow, nice bounce pass. It doesn't make it entertaining. Hmm. All right. Have you seen the the backboards play in tennis? The guys, the Michael Changs of the world that just get everything back? They're really good. It doesn't make them fun to watch. Because eight hours into the match, you're like, my <laughs> gosh, somebody hit a passing shot. <laughs> Yeah, but somebody hit an ace. Oh, come on! Something but you, that this guy can't so, get back. Sometimes you see at Wimbledon and the U.S. Open, you see the big serve and volley, you know, and the points over in three contacts with the ball. That ain't great either. Michael Chang was great at tennis, but after a while, you get tired of watching the backboard. Well, I know you, that you've encountered I, this watching your girls play I tennis, have. and yeah, I have. It's effective, entertaining, not at all. Well, it's a, a bit frustrating, but uh, so is just. Serving volley. I don't want to see that. Yeah, passing shots. They're the worst. No, no, don't you enjoy watching some back and forth, going back and forth and seeing a long point? I want to see somebody hit a passing shot. Uh, Why do you watch Wimbledon? It's all serving volley and passing shots. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not all that, but it's all that. It is all that. That's all Pete Sampras did. That's how he made a career. I mean, we're, we're in the NFT era now where... 
big flashy moments are being grabbed and sold online like a electronic uh, trading card. Imagine your your baseball basketball cards back in the day. Now it's little eight to twelve second highlight films that you're trading and buying online. You're not seeing a lot of Chris Paul assist NFTs. You might see a Giannis Antetokounmpo poster dunk on there. But that's like I'm saying, it's not me. That might be a casual fan, I think, and or appar- a modern fan. Apparently, you guys. Some some people lacking sophistication might enjoy that sort of filth. That's but not, not what me. I. That's not what I said. That's not what you're it's implying. It's not what I said. Yes, casual fan yeah, likes the, the casual fan, the cash out there, as I like to call them. The okay. cash that uh, doesn't have the sophistication Hold Hold when on. it comes to basketball understanding to appreciate. Okay, so Mike Conley feeds the ball to Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles feeds the ball to Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell feeds the ball to Boyan Bogdanovich. Boyan fumbles the ball out of No, uh, Boyan uh, dumps it into to Rudy Gobert. Rudy turns and banks it in. You don't think that's fun to watch? I have no idea what you described. Just described. I just hope that nobody hates me as much as you hate Boyan Bogdanovich. <laughs> it's a joke, Jake. It's not real. <laughs> I just hope nobody feels that way it's about not me. Real. Uh, I it, sure that's gorgeous, Gordon. Just it, it's it, not going to lead the highlights though on on your. I don't on the care blank about show. that. I don't care about the highlights. The NBA I, does. I care about the game. By the way, on my windmill dunk thing, Clint weighs in. He said, Blue Edwards, Shandon Anderson, David Benoit, Jeremy Evans. I don't think Jeremy ever threw one down in a game like that. He he had some monster dunks. Well, he won the dunk contest, yeah. sure. But, I mean, do you really think Jeremy Evans, the 12th guy on the bench, gets in there and tries <laughs> to throw down a windmill? Jerry wouldn't have never played him ever again? Because that's what would have happened. <laughs> Blue Edwards was in a slam dunk contest once, wasn't he? I can't remember. But you sure said that you said thirty years ago. Thirty for, years yeah, ago, yeah, that's yeah. All of those guys, or, except, except for, for Jeremy, which I don't think he did it in the game. See, I treat the slam dunk contest the way Austin treats the finals. I I don't care about that. I mean, I really don't. I watch it sometimes, but I don't really care. But this when, this finals, be fair in your okay. assessment of my feelings. But remember, <laughs> but remember that putback dunk that Donovan had against Oklahoma City his rookie year in the playoffs. I mean, I don't like the slam dunk contest either, but man, that was incredible. Or even the one against Houston, where it was a little bounce, bounce. He missed it, bounced up and got it, and yep. hung on the rim. They lost that series. But that highlight was the best highlight yeah. of the whole series. But don't 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 misunderstand what I'm saying. I mean, I like those too, but I I find the rest of it good as well. I don't think we said we find the rest of it bad. We just don't believe you when you say, "Well, I, I mean, that's what I come to watch. Wait, wait, I don't wait, care wait. about the other stuff." What do you mean that's you don't believe me? I don't believe you that you that you think. How can you disbelieve what I'm saying to you? That right? you find a Tim Duncan bank shot as entertaining as a Donovan Mitchell putback dunk. I, I, I don't no, believe what, that. What you're saying to me is the ultimate insult. It's like when Austin said that he doesn't like to watch it. Whatever. It's I. I don't say I don't believe you. Well, I believe you know, that. I mean, they're calling me a liar. No, essentially. no, no, no. I believe that you believe that. <laughs> oh, oh, that's even more condescending. Oh, wow. Well, you, what a you jack. Call, well, you called me lacking sophistication. I so did my, not. my I never my used those words. My guard is up. I never used those words. <laughs> oh, right. You called, interpreted that. Called him cash. You did. You called me the cash. No, I the said cash the, I fan. Said, I said, are you and the cash? <laughs> there's Naismiths and cashes. Cashes. 
You're with the cashes then where you have to have dunks. I believe that you believe what you're saying is true. Uh, Mock. Stay tuned. More next. That's the split story of the day brought to you by our friends at Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com. More next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.